Good morning. Welcome to Lunch Pail Daily. It's your host, Lola. Today, wanted to talk about a topic, um, sort of new approaches to idea validation, or maybe even new mindsets to idea validation, which I've been having a lot in conversations with different makers and founders. And so to kind of level set, I think for quite some time, um, kind of your Steve Blank, Four Steps to Epiphany, um, your Eric Reese Lean Startup, are very much, I think, the, the gold standard of kind of how you should approach getting your idea off the ground, building MVPs and ideas around that. Um, and I think as a byproduct, not necessarily, I think it's very still very much the case even today, um, absolutely should be talking, customers should be at the center of everything that you're building. Um, but I think like some of a byproduct of that is that a lot of kind of programs and things that I, at least I have, or even classes that I've participated in, really focused on like, you know, your before you even do anything, you should talk to a hundred people, um, talk to a hundred potential customers, um, have tons of conversations, I think was very heavy in the like kind of research and planning with customers phase. Now I think you can still do those talk to a hundred customers, but it's more enriched with some of the things that you can do and test with no code. And what I mean by that is um, even though the concept of like an MVP being a minimum viable product has existed for a long time, minimum viable products oftentimes back in the day could still take you months to maybe even years to get off the ground. And with no code, now I think we're seeing a lot more of actually viable, like atomic products is almost what I want to call them. Like very, very small unit items that still can provide value to your customers, but maybe only take you a couple hours to a couple of days of focused effort to actually bring to life. And when you kind of combine that with the sort of maybe leading paradigm of like, oh, if you've got a new idea, talk to 100 customers. Um, yeah, the calculus shifts a little bit because the effort to get to something of potential value for customers is a lot lo- lower um, in addition to doing a lot of the talking or even like the prototypes, I think, um, you know, I, I have taken like UX design courses and the whole the whole thing is, you know, you you talk to customers, you have conversations and then you build your wireframes that are like very short wireframes um and then you build your more high fidelity wireframes and all the all the way you're sort of like testing with customers i think those tests now will be a lot further so i could build v1 of your app probably in like a couple days with some of these no code tools of and it's still not that much effort to change it i wonder too like you know is some of the stuff with like no code going to change a lot of what um, 
um, the whole UX design process is in terms of, yeah, I mean, if it is just a couple of hours of effort to get your best idea out into the world, then I think the best feedback is going to be the reactions of customers to your best idea. And unlike previously where building an app probably either cost you a lot of money and a lot of time and it would be a waste of your time to have to completely throw it away and try something different with some of these no-code options or you know this paradigm of maybe atomic products, you don't, um, it's not a big deal if you have to throw it away. If you spent you know, some time whipping up something in Dalo or DraftBit and you, it totally doesn't work, um, you can throw it away and build something else in a couple hours. Uh, so yeah, I feel like it's definitely this, this tension with the more like uh, evolved or more delineated process that we've been seeing previously with like UX design and some of those other things. Um, but personally, I think a good way to think about it is you know, if the, the effort to get something to a value to your customers is high, then you should do a lot more upfront research. If it's low, then you don't have to. If you're building a co-working space, for example, um, your MVP can't be, oh, I bought the building and I have a lease and I'm going to see if this co-working space works. Um, if you're building a rocket, obviously, um, like that is going to require a lot of research um, to do. But if it's like an app, you know, you might be able to find some single feature functionality um, that you can do to even drum up interest. I think blog posts can be MVPs in some ways or ways that you can test that there's even any interest. Um, and you can even go beyond the oh, I have a landing page with some nice copy and I, you know, get some signups and that's, now that I've got a few signups, I'm going to spend six months building something. Um, you can sort of ship a lot more quickly and iteratively. And I think that's one of the exciting things to think about as a sort of follow-on effect of this whole no-code movement and how it will affect those other pieces of, um, yeah, of of kind of building products and, what what makes sense? I think seeing a lot of people now, or even just talking to folks who have kind of employed this almost power law strategy um, that you see in VC to building their own product. So they're launching 10, 12, whatever, how many iterations in a space and one takes off. And since I think, I don't know, I, I think there's still a lot to learn just I think everybody probably still has a lot to learn about what makes great products. I think for slow, for a long time, the iteration to creating multiple products was probably pretty slow um, because of just like it was slower to make technology and required more people. But now like a yeah, a single person can, you know, create create multiple, multiple things, multiple experience and share their learnings along the way so that's kind of my my mind a little a little bit of a ramble but what's on my mind in terms of uh some cool cool things to think about of new new forms new approaches to validation and how traditional lean startup four steps to epiphany maybe even our ux design process might evolve in the future
Cool. So in terms of what is on the docket for today, um, I feel like I have a day full of meetings at Lynch Pill Labs, um, talking to an entrepreneur who is thinking about building a really cool, like kind of like application on Bubble. And so we're having like a, a scoping conversation because um, it's likely that we'll be working together. And um, so doing that, have a, a check-in on a design project I'm working on have a mastermind check-in with the awesome fellows of On Deck, um, and then some a, a meeting with an Australian entrepreneur who is working on something cool, so I'm excited just to like learn more and see if I can be helpful. So doing that and putting in some reps, supporting a, um, like a customer launch this week, and so there are a few things that I need to make sure is good to go in their application and yeah that's that's pretty pretty much it so hope y'all have a wonderful one and i'll see you on thursday